0: Welcome to the Momgasm podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. episode we are continuing the conversation on body shame diving into all things pussy so from the discharge you've got between your legs to the pubes that may or may not cover your mound we are getting into all of the things that we have or maybe still feel shameful about do this fucking thing let's do this fucking thing let's talk about pussy yes so clearly we're back uh welcome back to the love shack i don't know that's what i'm calling it today um so last week last recording we were all ambitious as uh, fuck weren't we so fucking ambitious we thought we'd talk about all the shame No you know right but we got really obsessed about titty shame as we awkwardly try and move the mic, which I'm sure you can hear, but it's <laughs> good. But yeah, so we, we, it's funny. We, I remember we sat down, we were like, oh yeah, let's like list all of this shit that we're going to talk about. And we're going to mm-hmm. get it done. And we had three fucking memo cards full and we're like, yeah, we can totally do this in an hour and a half. It's great. No, we got through, uh, titties in 60 full minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so today moves on to part two. some and we talking about our pussies. Yeah, Pussy. Girl. Which Shame. is one of the best things to talk about. Pussy power. We need to talk more about pussies all the fucking time. I agree wholeheartedly. Because, I mean, we're all kind of comfortable talking about titties because it's like, you know. I mean like, it's above the belt. Yeah. Like it's something, there's something. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, when you go to a bar, you don't flash your pussy. You flash it your tits. Unless you're me. Unless you're me. And then i will be like, here's my bush. No, I don't Here's my bush. <laughs> But seriously, there's a lot of bush down there. Um, oh, that would almost would have been a good segue too. And the first thing is pubic care. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, but seriously, you're you're absolutely right. It's not. Yeah. It is not as common to see vaginas. No. Or vulva. Vulva yeah. is more appropriate. But yeah. especially if you think about um, movies. Right, so yeah. if you're watching like an R-rated movie and there's a love scene, you see everything except for a schlong and a badge. Yeah, so it's like titties are out, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, it Free really shouldn't nipple. it really shouldn't be a big deal. No, <laughs> but yet for some reason, below the belt is like, oh, it's too risque, can't mm. do it. Um, so I think that that obviously contributes to. Us feeling Feeling like it's so taboo. Right, feeling Mm. extra like, oh, mm. I don't know. It's even weird between, like, do you feel like this, like, um, with your girlfriends, if you say you want to share a swimsuit, Mm. and you get to the bottoms, and you're like, do we, can we do this? Like, can we share underwear? Like, it's like, is that weird to do that? Uh You know? (laughs) Like... I don't know, man, but we'd have no problem sharing a bra. I mean, I know that there's, like, things coming out of, like, juices coming out of our vag there's or vulva. But... A washer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I'm totally, I'm totally the weird person that's like, I can either wash it or I can boil it and we're good. <laughs> I can <right>? boil it. <laughs> well, it's like, I my underwear. <laughs> I gotta boil this now, okay? Give me a quick thinking, I was thinking more like... Like I don't fucking know if somebody used a sex toy twice or something. and They're like, I'm not really into this anymore. Yeah. And they were like, right. here, do you want it? And it's not silicone. I'd be like, yes. sweet. Or it yes. doesn't have a motor. I'd be like, sweet. Pop that sucker on the stove like I would with my kid's pacifier. Boil it. We're good. Good to go. She's mine now. But there's there's lots of like, I know. I'm sure that there's people listening to this that are like, oh god, yeah. Jesus, what? <laughs> Which is fine. That's your level of comfort. Mine is clearly like way the fuck out there. And it depends on the person. Like it depends on the person. I was just going to say that. Yeah. It's a fucking stranger. Well, the depends. Pool. Also depends on the toy. Because <laughs> if be real. Lindsay! Like Rolls Royce of toys might not say no to. But, but yeah, no. It, it, depends. it depends on the person. It depends on the person. I don't know why, but in that situation, situation, I thought of you on the street and a stranger what? walking by you and just be like, hey, do you want this dildo? And be like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and then I thought, like, why would that ever happen? So if you want me to receive your dildos, uh, I will get a P.O. box address just for you to send me your uh, pussy toys. Yeah? No? No? No. Oh, my God. No? Yes. Not really. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be in the den. <laughs> oh my god. Just, just f- whole fucking threads. Like, like Lindsay's like receiving card. Exchange of dildos. I don't want this dildo anymore. Do you want it? That's actually a great idea. I mean, as long as it's not like, oh my god, I don't you know, falling apart and. Fuck, I don't know how kosher this is. Oh my god. <laughs> non porous materials only. Right, yes, exactly. Oh my god. Um, we, We're going to put a pin in that. We'll unpack that later. <laughs> But feel free, feel free to like weigh in on your uh, thoughts on this. If you think we're like gross as fuck, and this is like the worst idea you've ever heard, sweet, Whatever. maybe let us know. Maybe yeah. maybe you need to like walk us <laughs> back off of the plank. Maybe and, uh, we we're yeah. ahead of ourselves. I don't, know. We, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It would be really. We, we like did sister, just start a sister, podcast. Sisterhood of the Traveling <laughs> <and laughs> Dildo would be really interesting. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> your face. Oh my god. We are writing that down. <laughs> we are writing that down. No one steal that! <laughs> Future uh, episode, maybe? <laughs> so clearly we're full of beans tonight. And caffeine. Oh oh God. God. Me, anyway. But this is also... I think this is also what happens, like, when you sit down and you're like, yeah, I'm going to talk about vaginas for an hour. Yeah. You, you get giddy and you get awkward. Yeah. Um, no. And I mean... <laughs> It's weird. It's fu- It's weird. Mm. It's a little bit weird. And I'm I'm somebody who's like not really weird about this stuff at all anymore. Yeah. Um. But it's sh- like we hold so much shame. We hold so much shame in our pussy. So much shame. And, like, most of us don't even realize that that Mm. shame kind of transfers into stress and trauma, which you do actually physically hold inside of your pussy. 100%. Yep. So, ladies, let's stop because it's actually affecting... All of us. All All of of us. us. All of the things. All of the places. And, I mean... For me, my my philosophy has always been, and we, we touched on this last episode, which if there's something you're feeling uncomfortable with, you need to spend more time with it. You need to yeah. spend more time talking about it, more time yeah. being with it, more time touching it, yeah. um, more time looking at it. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. Well, we're gonna talk about it. I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna turn into like I'm gonna touch my pussy. Actually, I'm gonna tell you, it's definitely not gonna turn into that. <laughs> but if you <laughs> if you need to do that after. Go for it. Beautiful. But for now. Yeah, for now. For now, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about all of the things um, that we do find really shameful and uncomfortable and awkward and embarrassing when it comes to our pussies. So what's your number one thing that you feel shameful about about your pussy? That I actively feel shameful about or that I have? Like, are we looking for, like, the overarching theme in my life? Both. Let's just go for both. So, yeah. Oh. Are they the same or are they different? I feel like it's I feel like for me it's shifted a lot based on kind of what's going on in my life. Um Yeah, you have had a lot going on lately. I've had a fucking lot going on. Um who hasn't? Who yeah. hasn't? But yeah. Yeah. I um I think the first I think the first thing for me Which is funny because it's going to be applicable to like the now. Um, Discharge. Fucking discharge. I. This is one of the things that nobody. Nobody. Nobody ever warned me about. Or told me that it was a thing. Like at all. So I don't know about you. But my mom sat me down. (laughs) Brought out the like Christian fucking this is your period. Book. there's a period book oh a christian God, period like a, book? it's like it's like god's guide to sex or no something. it's something like that. i don't know what it's actually called um there's so many different varieties of this but anyway she sat me down and i think i might have been 11 maybe maybe 10 10 or 11 somewhere around there somewhere between like 10 and 11 she made me like Get up on the bed with her and like read this book, and this was like my sexual education outside of the slander and heathen that they gave us in school. <laughs> like, Holy fuck, I'm I'm like really absorbed into know, this. Right? Like I want to hear. It's, yeah, keep going. So anyway, they like and and this is like I know that my story is gonna. Re- resonate and relate to so many people that are listening to this. Cause I know I'm like, this is common for so many of us good Christian kids <laughs> that are out there, but it's like, we, so my mom specifically did it before um, they had a chance to taint us with sex ed in school. Oh. So sorry. <laughs> oh, and that? so I, she like called me over. We got up in her, in her bed and she was like, it's time. And I'm like, Ugh, I'm gonna die. I'm 11. Did you know what was coming? Mm-hmm. No yeah, kind of. Like, I wasn't. Kind of. Like, kind I of. had an inkling. Okay. Because at this point, I'm 11 years old. I've yeah. talked enough of talk with the people <laughs> yeah. on the, With the people <laughs> with on the, the, the tree. <laughs> It was <laughs> in the playground. <laughs> right? So it's like, at this point, in my fucking angsty preteen head, I'm like, fucking whatever, mom, I already know about sex. Right? Like, this is what's going on in my head. I'm like, oh, this is awkward. I don't want to fucking sit down and talk to you about this. And it was even worse, because she made me read half of it. Like, she read a page, and then I would oh, read a page. And I'm like, God. this is literally... Like, I remember my skin crawling oh, my moment. skin's like, crawling. I'm itching myself. Like, this, is, wanted... myself. <laughs> like, this <laughs> is weird. Oh, <laughs> it was so bad. It was so, so bad. Uh. So, the, this book essentially gave you, like, gonna have a period, the anatomical business that is your vagina. Nothing pleasure-centered. Like, I don't think fucking clitoris was involved in the diagram at all. But wow. it's like it's like uterus, fallopian tubes. Oh, this is what it does. And then that you're gonna bleed and it's normal. Okay. And if you're bleeding you can have a baby. Like this was mm-hmm. the thing. And then it's like abstinence, 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 and I'm like, yay. <laughs> but nowhere in this book or the conversation that we had Or the conversation that I was having with the peeps on the street (laughs) was their conversation about discharge other than like menstrual bleeding. Nobody talked about discharge. And so I had heard talk about like yeast infections or sexually transmitted infections and Mm. like that was pretty much it. And so my understanding and belief was like, if there was something coming out of my vagina, there was something wrong with it. It was wrong. I had that like, right? same thought. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't talk about it in sex ed. I mean, I don't know if they do anymore. Or they didn't now, when we were growing up. 100% didn't mention it at no. all when we were growing up. And it's like every young girl who's transitioning into a woman is dealing with this yeah. and thinking that there's something functionally wrong with them. Yeah. And so it's like discharging itself is a little fucking weird yeah. in the sense that like, oh, I have a snail trail in yeah. my undies yeah, like all the time. And it kind of changes week to yeah. week, right? Yeah. So it's like if there's no conversation about it, you feel fucking weird. Man, I just had a memory come back to me. It just came flooding back. Do you remember, I don't know, because you grew up in a Christian house. So do you guys have MTV? Or we I got- did, but I wasn't allowed to watch it. Okay, so on MTV, there used to be this show years ago called like, It's like room swap or something. Basically, this guy or girl uh, went into three different people's bedrooms of the opposite sex... I'm pretty sure it was always opposite sex. I don't think there was ever same sex. It would not have been good TV if it wasn't the opposite sex. Yeah. So, so let's just say, yeah, a guy went into this girl's bedroom and he would like look around. He would go through all three of the bedrooms and then decide at the end which girl he wanted to go on a date with. was fucking weird. It was fucking weird. And they, of course, always went to the underwear and looked at the underwear. And I remember watching that and thinking, I would never want. I would be so embarrassed if a guy came and did that to me because all of my underwears have stains from all my discharge. Yes. And I'm like, why do all their underwear look spotless and clean? I know. I was like, did they just go out and buy it? Because I was like, none of mine look like that. Is there no. something wrong with me? Yeah. Like, so that just came flooding back when you said that. Oh my god. And I can, like, I can relate to that. And I remember, because um, again, like, when you're going through this and you're experiencing discharge, like, I didn't start talking about discharge until. I don't know, maybe like 27. Yeah. So I was living in this space of like, I'm the only one who experiences this. There's something wrong with me. Um, I had multiple times where I actually went to my doctor and was like, I think I have a yeast infection because there's so much discharge. And they were just like, they didn't even fucking look, didn't even look. And they were like, yeah, here, take, take this and you'll be fine. And it's like, it's so fucked up because I know I'm not the only one has had a story like this. Like I have a friend of mine who was like, yeah, I totally had the exact same." happen. They didn't thing even happen. check you out? Nope. Didn't even look. They were like, yeah, sure. Here you go. And I was like, cause they're like, oh, is it cottage cheese? Like, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't, I'm like 18. I don't know what fucking cottage cheese looks like. Like really? <laughs> yeah, who's eating cottage cheese? <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, I guess. I'm sorry. If you like cottage cheese, nothing against you. I, I, I don't eat it. But anyway. Yeah, it's not it's not for me. But I mean, it definitely wasn't for me at 18. So <laughs> I'm like, I don't, like, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm exactly. like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And so yeah. it's like there was multiple times that I treated myself for a yeast infection where I didn't even have one. I just had Fuck normal, normal fucking normal discharge. discharge. Normal fucking discharge. And it's like, I remember getting really anxious going to like, sleepovers and shit because I was like petrified that somebody was going to see like my discharge stain in my panties and I was going to be outed as like this weird chick who has a leaky (sighs) vagina oh man yeah like it's it's so much shame so much shame yeah but it's like 380 to now now I think discharge is the coolest fucking thing and ch- in the world. Ditto. Because... i have uh, <laughs> <I'm> so, <laughs> so much to say. I'm not too excited. I'm so to <laughs> say. Um, I literally just discovered in like the past few months that your discharge consisten- consistency changes throughout the month. Yeah. Like it goes from like eggy white to like creamy to like, um, like, you know, like fucking snot. Yeah. Like, like it changes. Like, and not like... Hmm. I'm trying to describe the perfect textured snot situation. I have have an app where like I track. Can I tell you? Oh, is it it Flow? It's Clue. Clue. And so, ladies, if you don't have a cycle app, I use Clue. It's really awesome. Um, I feel like Flow is another one that people have talked about that they say that they really like. Um, this is something that we can chat about in, in the day. Oh, here it, it is. is. Egg white discharge, sticky discharge, creamy discharge, creamy. or atypical. Creamy. Creamy. I'm currently creamy. I'm creamier than I want to be right now. And we'll <laughs> get into that in a fucking minute. Uh, I am too creamy. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> You're very juicy. But but discharge is really cool. Discharge is super cool Mm because it's like, for me, um, I started to appreciate my discharge, A, when I fucking realized I was not the only human with discharge. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm somebody that typically has, like, heavy discharge. I am a juicy lady. Um, I don't know what heavy it would be because, like, I, I, I don't talk to anybody else about discharge, so it's hard to compare my rate of discharge to your rate and know if it... Because well, what if again, we're the same? Again, this is a conversation that we could totally do. we into. go. We should have a discharge thread <laughs> uh, if y'all are just curious. Yeah, honestly. But I have had, like, a few conversations with people where it's like their their discharge doesn't often make it to, like, their panties. Oh, mine definitely but does. Again, like, but again, this, every will, de- day. this will depend... On different factors, mm. as far as like what your uh, landscaping situation is. Oh, right. That's a good point. Right. That's a yeah. So for me, like, mm-hmm. I can be super furry as fuck and still like would have a large amount of discharge on a regular basis. Yeah. Not so much now. Um, again, which <laughs> we'll get there. Um, but yeah. So it's like I particularly heavy. Mm-hmm. So I was super uncomfortable even in like knowing that other women had discharge. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I started connecting with my discharge that I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. So I started using my discharge as a method to like track where I was mm-hmm. with my fertility. Mm-hmm. So it's like not just my discharge, but like my discharge and my cervical position and all of this other stuff. but it, it got to the point where it's like I at any point could check out my discharge and be like, oh cool. I'm totally ovulating right yeah. now. Let's go make a baby or let's not. Yeah. Make a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So it's like when you have that appreciation and you can start to connect with it. Yeah. It goes from this thing that's like s- super shameful to really kind of cool. So it's like, I love that I have this part of me that I can check in and see where I am at any given point exactly. in time. Yeah. So. Discharge is really cool. You should get in touch with your discharge Honestly, if you haven't yet. Do it, yeah, because there's so much you can learn from it. I like and and yeah, we're all so ashamed of it, and we all wish it wasn't there. Like most of our lives, we wish it wasn't there. But now that we, Whoa. now I'm in the opposite position, where I would do anything. I would do anything to have my flooded basement that I hated for so long. So I um, feel like we're gonna have to. Circle back to some things in a minute, yeah. but I this makes sense to go into now. So, I post baby number two, I went from like all of the discharge and juicy wet pussy to like nada, yeah, dry ass cunt, <laughs> like just nothing. I love that word, cunt. I do too, it's one of my favorite words. I really words. love it, um, but nothing, like just like dry as a bone for a really long time to the point where I was like having to actively put coconut oil on multiple times a day whoa yeah like it was I was like well basement chafing not a good feeling wow yeah I was fucked um and like really being in that moment and desperately wishing I could do anything to like get my discharge back and just mm. like have it all back hormones are wild hormones are so wild but this was not my experience with my first so it's like with my first within um three weeks I stopped bleeding and then like week five I got my period back and it was like everything was normal and nothing had changed like Mm -hmm. it was really strange um this time around it's been completely different where it's dry as a bone Mm -hmm. and I've I've had to well I've had one full period, and then the other one was kind of like a half period. It's yeah, so really, it was strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was 44 days between the first wow. and the second, which I was like, what is happening? Ugh. So it's like my body is just We're going through limbo. a very different process of like trying to find its cycle and its rhythm again. And mm-hmm. it's like my, I have more discharge now than I did when I was super, super postpartum um, and fresh, but it's still like nothing, nothing compared to what it normally was. And so now, now my problem, which segue into another section of discharge that makes us very uncomfortable uh. is yeast. Yeasty, yeasty, yeasty Fuck fuckers. you yeast. Seriously. Fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck you. Seriously. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeast infections are like one of those things, again, it's, Did you ever have anybody talk to you about yeast infections before you Uh, experienced one? Nope. Nope. I literally had the first conversation with my mother a few months ago about yeast infections. Really? And I was just like, I don't know why we got into the conversation about it. It just happened. And mom was like, have you gotten many yeast infections? I was like, yeah, I've got quite a few over the years. She's like, really? I've never had one. I was like, what? Unicorn. You've never had one? She's she's like, yeah. She's like, you've actually had them. I was like, yeah, Mom. I even had to go to the doctor a couple times. She's like, oh, wow. And I was like, maybe it's because I was drinking too much at the time. Because I was a heavy drinker Uh, back in the day. So probably had a lot to do with it. Yeah, I haven't had one in a long time. Yeast infections are one of those things. I think anything infection. Like, anything infection-based you automatically feel like dirty. Oh my god, right? Yeah. I mean discharge in itself used to make me feel like dirty, filthy, yeah. gross. Yeah. But it's like anytime I've had a yeast infection, it's like there's this massive thick weight Ugh. of shame. I don't even want to tell my husband what right? is happening. Uh, like I don't even want to know what he's gonna think. So I think that he's gonna look at me and be like, "You gross! Like get away from me!" But I when know. he ends up knowing, he's like, "Oh babe, that sucks. Like yeah. are you okay? Like did we go get anything?" <laughs> my queen? He's yeah. like, no, but feed the assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's like you you just you feel so dirty, yeah. right? And it's like you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about it because it's like, ooh, there's something Ugh. wrong with me. Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Fuck that nonsense. Like, yeah. yeast infections happening. They're happen. so common. They're so common. I mean, it's a great sign that something is off and yeah. that maybe you need to do some adjusting. This is like nutritionist Lindsay talking now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just put on my nutrition hat. <laughs> but it's a, it's a really good indicator that something is off and that you either need to, like, lower your stress level, you need to maybe stop drinking, mm. maybe you need... Um, to shift away from carbs for a bit yeah carbs yeah maybe like maybe you just need more greens maybe you need to end a relationship that's not serving you anymore it's crazy how many things can affect your pussy oh my god all the things you 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 think that you're you're disconnected you know you're up here in your brain all the time and you're disconnected from your body yeah and when you start to connect you realize how much actually affects your pussy, mm-hmm. how much affects it? In your uh, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just had to put that in there. <laughs> oh, Your pussy knows everything; it's talking to you. <laughs> your pussy's a wizard. It is though, but but seriously, like there's yeah. there's so much knowledge to be gleaned in connecting to your body as a whole. I mean. Sure, yes, your pussy, but just your body, yeah. period. Like, there is... percent. It's talking to you all the time. We mm-hmm. just need to wake the fuck up and tap in and then be like, I haven't talked to you in ever, so mm. now I need to figure out what all of this means. Yeah. So, I mean, yeast infections are just another way that you're, of your body's wisdom of being like, hey, something is off. We're not okay. We need help. Mm-hmm. We just need to recalibrate a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, what's frustrating <laughs> is I've been, like, in a yeast infection purgatory for a while Where I've had, like, almost a consistent chronic yeast infection since, like, a month postpartum. (gasps) Where it's like, I have... And I, being the nutrition witch that Mm. I am, have done so many of the things short of doing, like, a hardcore candida cleanse because right now my body is nursing a very fat baby and can't go like can't go without that many carbohydrates mm-hmm. so i'm i'm like shifting and altering and tweaking as much as i can but like my hormones are so shifted mm-hmm. like so shifted and like i don't have that continuous discharge so my ph balance is off so it's just like the perfect breeding ground yeah so it's like now i'm working at this like trying to find the right balance of like steaming with the right herbs and like finding the right tinctures, and I'm actually going to see um, an herbalist next next week, I think. So I'm going to be like, this is happening, what do I do? Because uh, it's like, I'll, I'll do something, I'll treat it, and then it's gone for a week, and then it's back. Man, and it's, man. Like, it's just frustrating. Thankfully, thankfully, I'm not super itchy at all. It's just mm-hmm. more like this weird... This weird discharge, weird discharge, mm. which I described to you as, like, baby puke. <laughs> right? But, like, that milky spit-up where it's, like, it's sat in their stomach for a little while, and then they spit up, and it's, like, stringing ah, in a little bit. Stop lumpy. talking Right? About right? <laughs> but if you're a mom, and you've nursed, and, like, you've had that kind of spit-up, you know, like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so it's, yeah. like... And then just, like, hypersensitivity in, in, like not painful but like if I do anything it gets irritated easily so Mm. it's just it's just been this like nuisance and also with having a yeast infection I'm like I even if I mean rarely feeling horny right now because again like hormones are yeah um which one of the one of the joys of breastfeeding is occasionally it jacks with your hormones a little bit Mm -hmm. um so it's like on the rare occasions that I've been feeling frisky, I'm like, well, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Like, I can't. You don't want to pass it on? I get Nope. I don't want to play tag. No. Don't want to play tag. Yeah. And I fucking hate condoms. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, God, condoms. Um, so, yeah, it's just been this, like, weirdly frustrating period, and it's, like, in, in speaking all things like body wisdom and all of this stuff mm. I'm like well maybe I'm just not supposed to be having sex right now maybe mm. I'm maybe I'm in a place where I need to be waking my sexuality in a whole bunch of different ways which is exactly what right? we're doing right now yeah. right so, but it's it's so humbling yeah. when you're in this space of like yeah your uh, body is like cutting you off yeah. it's like actually giving you stop signs. like yeah. no bitch I know stay up like, here for a little bit but I'm like I just want to help you and yeah. like hold you and like give you whatever it is that you need so that you can be thriving and happy and like mm. luscious and juicy um but i don't i know i'm still in i'm still in the mid middle thankfully of that. you're not itchy i'm just going to put that there I like know. that's the worst um, for my use of infections it's so itchy and every time you pee it hurts you're just like why see and this is and this is why so <sighs> i told you already but i'm like and this is why i'm going to get a culture done on tomorrow tomorrow morning I'm going and I'm going to be like all right, family doctor Mm -hmm. get a goddamn swab let's let's figure out exactly what this is and what's going Mm -hmm. on because I'm the more that I know um, the more I can be proactive about it because it's like I've done as much as I (laughs) I've gone from like all of the natural remedies and things through like finally trying some of the non natural Mm -hmm. things where it's it's like nothing nothing So it's, I'm like, okay, let's, let's put a name to this. Let's figure out what it is. Uh, Mm. Fuck, maybe it's not a yeast infection. Who fucking knows? Well, exactly. Maybe it's BV. And this is, this is like segue to another thing. So I've never, well, unless I'm experiencing it now. Fuck, I don't know. Um, What's BV? uh, Bacterial vaginosis. So this is another one that it's actually quite common. Nobody fucking talks about it. It's actually one of the things where a lot of, times people think they have a yeast infection and it's actually bv and then they treat for yeast and it's not going away and they're like "Ah." Hmm. um i've been doing a lot of reading and research on yeast yeah when i came in here today you were like you were sitting here looking so into it i'm like what are you doing you're like looking at vulva stuff and i'm like is this for the podcast no i was like like, nope okay all (laughs) right what's what's going on girl (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but this is but this is also the thing. Like my life trajectory has put me in a place where I am so hungry for all of the knowledge yeah, around this stuff yeah, and like yeah, digging up hour. digging up all of the things that we don't talk about mm-hmm. and then talking about it, which is what we're doing in the, the podcast. So it's it's but I mean yeast infections are one thing and it's like I feel like B V is like that other layer of shame. Yeah. Right? Where yeah. it's like, oh, discharge is shameful, oh yeast infection, I feel dirty. Mm. BV oh I have a bacterial infection Mm -hmm. now I feel really disgusting Mm. right and again I can't speak from experience because I have not personally um had BV what are the you said the symptoms are like similar to a yeast infection um similar but different so my understanding from what I've read a lot in the last little bit but my understanding is there can be itching discomfort um discharge that is more towards it can be white Greenish or grey, I think. Oh, grey, fuck green. Oh man, green greenish, like tinge. oh like, man. Not... That would, trip me out so much. much. Oh my god, if there was green, I'd be like, What is happening? Even grey. Can you imagine grey discharge coming out of you? You sit down, you look. Yeah. No, I'm I've, uh, I've never seen gray. Green would also be really fucked up. It would be alarming. It's like Very a alarming. it's your body be like, Please help. Yeah. Please help. Like it looks like your pussy was like puking. <laughs> 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 Help me. That would be a really interesting GIF. I would like. I would like that to be a GIF. Illustration of a pussy just yeah. puking. It's like, come on, graphic designer, pull through. <laughs> All right, I got a job for the weekend. <laughs> vomiting. Oliver comes over. What the vomiting fuck is pussy. that? It's just a pussy vomiting. It's great. Okay. Oh my god, it would be so good. <laughs> and then you could do one with blood. Oh! Nobody steal this idea. <laughs> You have to remember that this is not going to be posted for like at least I six weeks, so I better do it. We're good Before then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you'll announce it with a puking. Yes, vagina. yes. Be the when best. This podcast comes out. If I don't have these illustrations, <laughs> people get on me for it. You know, I'll be like Sarah, where where are our illustrations? Yes. I really need to see them. Oh um, my god. Anyway, so so um, back to the back to the to uh, bacterial vaginosis. <laughs> um, it's yeah so it's like again like I can't speak from experience I've not had it mm. but it's I mean for me if I did end up having it, I feel like it would play on that shame card and like oh fuck right? yeah 100% anything wrong like and we were talking smell about like, S- the other thing I was gonna say oh but smell like specifically with, with mm-hmm. BV, it everything I've Everything I've looked so into we gotta that open has been like, odor, odor, odor. Fragrance? I don't want to say odor. I hate saying I odor. Because it is, there is eau nothing wrong with a smell. Yeah, odor, pussy. <laughs> fragrance. Let's say fragrance. But that is a huge shame thing. Yeah. Huge for me. Oh my God, especially when you're pregnant. Pussy oh stench god. when you are pregnant? When you're on your period. Oh, girl. You're like, something died in my crotch. Oh my god. Like, when I leave the bathroom, it, Oliver knows that I was in there. He's like, <sighs> Jesus, babe. I'm like, <laughs> I know, I'm on my period. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually the best. Like, it's bad. I'm not, I have not had that experience. Oh, man. But I, so, pussy smell, in general. Um... There's lots of different varieties lots and smells. Lots of different fragrances. I mean, I can smell when my period is coming. Yeah, ditto. Which is 100%. interesting. I can definitely yeah. smell when my period is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like ovulation has a smell too. Yeah, I'm currently but it's like, ovulating. It's like a welcoming smell. Yep. It's like a come Oh yeah, hither. it's a come hither. Right? Definitely. <laughs> 100 (laughs) percent like but there's a smell like there's definitely a smell to it and it's like if you're not comfortable with yourself like yeah those smells are super alarming and especially if you're like you and i haven't been single in years but like i can imagine if we were single and going on a a date with someone and you Mm -hmm. are shameful about your smell oh like going, like I remember before I met Oliver and having hookups and guys wanting to perform oral sex. Yeah, it's like oh, that was the number one thing that always that always scared oh me was gosh, the, smell. The, smell, the smell. I still even with even with Jeff, yeah. like I was always like because in high school all you hear is oh fishy smell oh it's fish. A good, that's a good sign that you got BV, girl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. But yeah. I there's, there is there is a smell like it smells it's fragrant it is different it shifts based on what's going on yep um menstruation has a really potent smell but what was what blows my mind is like i get really self-conscious smell wise with my vagina when i'm pregnant because not only does my smell get stronger Mm. but my nose gets stronger so it's like i can smell it from a mile away you could ask Jeff the amount of times I made that man smell my fucking crotch <laughs> while I was pregnant before I would like go out and do something. No way. Yeah, while I was pregnant, both times, at least like twenty to forty. Times. Okay, so what would you do with the incidents where he was like, "Yeah, babe, it's a strong smell today." I would what go would change you? my pants. Really? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yes. Or I would do actually. I had I had a uh, system where I would like go change my pants because I don't often wear underwear. Yeah, I am be saying. I fucking hate it. A words. lot of women I know don't. I, I feel like I'm underwear. the only one who wears underwear. <laughs> you weirdo. Yeah, like you so weirdo. many of my friends don't. Uh, however, I am going to go buy some cotton, some cotton panties um for this phase of whatever the fuck is going yeah. on in my vagina. Um also I've just been like walking around with nothing on, which tends to be my like, normal anyway, yeah. somehow. You got to let the bitch breathe. You got to let it air out. But anyway, I, so I had this system where it's like, if he was like, "Uh, yeah, I can, it's noticeable. Okay. um, I'd be like, okay, great. So I would go and I would change my pants and then I would take like some body spray or essential oils and like spritz it a few times around this area and walk through it. Or I would take a roller and I would like roll it right on my pant line. Oh my God. And then I would go about my day. Yeah. Cause I just, I smelled self-conscious. So, but it wasn't that, that part for me. I don't even know if it was that. I was super self-conscious about it in the way like, oh no, I'm, I feel disgusting. Mm. I smell. It was more like, woo, making life. And I, it smells like I'm making life. So I'm just going to help y'all out and around me that don't want to smell life while it's being <gasps> I made. I suppose. Right? I, yeah. So I wasn't, I definitely wasn't. I guess it's the same with wearing deodorant, right? Yeah. Except don't actually put deodorant on your pussy. Please oh, do not do that. Christ no. And I hate fucking scented pads. Fuck you. Fuck you. Why is all it a thing? you motherfuckers who make scented pads. And I would be disgusted if they're scented tampons. I don't know if that exists. I feel like probably. But it probably does. And that's fucked up. Okay? Just putting that out there. <laughs> And honestly, when you're on your period, does it really make it smell better by putting perfume on it? No. Iron smells like iron. Yeah. Period. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, no. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help you. If anything, it's probably going to give you some sort of yeast infection. Absolutely. Or BV. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, this BV thing. Now I'm wondering if in the past. I can can remember one or two yeast infections where like the stuff I was using, it wasn't going away and I had to go to the doctor and I wonder if that was BV. I don't know. Maybe. Google. No. (laughs) Google. (laughs) I don't. Okay. I, I don't. (laughs) I do not recommend going down the Google rabbit hole. Yeah, but we all fucking do it. The Google rabbit hole, but I mean, we all do it. And and occasionally it it can be very insightful. Though the first thing that I will say is if you are going to go down the Google rabbit hole, don't just take the first fucking source you see. And don't just do Google and not go to the doctor. If there's something wrong with you that you're Googling it, go to the fucking doctor. Just go. Okay? Get your information, but then go. your local witch doctor. Or yes. Or naturopath. Or Whatever you want to do, but just go and get whatever's wrong. With you checked out, okay, right. get some help. And I don't, I don't like thinking, like wrong with you. I don't like those words.
1: Well, like, there's if listening... there's something
0: ailing you, if you feel but like there's something wrong, but it's it's not necessarily wrong if something's just off, off kilter, off balance. Yeah, but either way, I know. Go see somebody oh, and yeah. do the things that you need to do, want to do. Prioritize your pussy health for your do do do. <laughs> for your do do do. do. Um. <laughs> I feel like I got totally confused about what I was saying. But anyway, yeast. So discharge, shameful, awkward, shouldn't be because it's yeah. actually empowering and super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeast infections and then bacterial infections. And then we have sexually transmitted infections. Yeah. Which again, I am not a person that can speak from the experience with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I imagine. And I mean, I know for me um all of the shame that's tied with it even if you don't get one just the fear yeah right just the fear Mm -hmm. of getting one of like if i get if i get one i'm Mm -hmm. tainted for life there's something wrong with me um and again like a lot of (laughs) a lot of this is the 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 fear of of my parents keeping me in my lane mm. right And, mm. like only 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 sluts get sexually transmitted infections mm. right yeah. like all of this bullshit stigma that comes with an infection and it's I, <laughs> I said it earlier I was like I can get a cold why can't my pussy I was just going to say yeah right? I love that yeah exactly it's... I mean yes use use protection but if if it happens there there's you are not a tainted individual. No. Right? <laughs> like... No. And there's so many there're so many I know so um I'm very fortunate where I have a few women in my life that, that have absolutely have and are still living with sexually transmitted infections and I have shared that with me and talked about it with me. And it's been like a great opportunity to kind of hold them in that and like help them remember that they're totally fine and they're yeah. totally normal. And like, You're still sexy. Just, just open up the conversation mm-hmm. about it. And also, mm-hmm. on the other side of thing, oh, on the other side of things, words are sometimes hard. Um, some of the ramica- ramifications that they've had in dealing with some of the things, um, specifically like HPV. Uh, I know uh, quite a good friend who's had like some serious, serious um, ramifications of living with hpv and it's like it's just another opportunity to talk about it and talk about um all of the things that we can do to to have yeah. like conscious consensual safe sex mm-hmm. um whether you have a monogamous partner or not mm-hmm. this is this and this <laughs> whole other conversation yeah <laughs> whole other conversation that i could easily squirrel on, squirrel yeah. away on um but yeah if you if if at any point you're feeling that intuitive nudge like you need to do something to protect yourself when it comes to sex just do it mm-hmm. just do it like that and that's i'll leave it there yeah. leave it there at that mm-hmm. um but if you have an STI, if you've experienced one mm-hmm. at any point, if you are still living with one, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You're not disgusting. Um, it's just part of life. This is like totally off kilter, but just have this thought. So your upbringing, it was, cause it's so different to mine. 100% yeah. different to mine. You, so you, your parents taught you abstinence, right? Oh Yeah. And so was Jeff, is this too, per, we're on this podcast, so I'm just going to ask him. Is this too personal to ask? <laughs> was Jeff your first? Yes. Yeah. So you lost your virginity to Jeff. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah. can, well, yes, yes, there was one other situation, one other drunken rage filled oh. situation um that i was not really conscious for mm. I remember you're telling me about so this. there's two but the oh. before jeff there was um i think i was was i 17 something like that where I, yeah um it was not consensual in any way shape or form okay and so i don't count it okay Right? So, yes, Jeff is was my first. Mm-hmm. Still my one and only. Ah! So, that's... I'm just, like, I'm just blown away by this. Yeah. And I feel like we should do... I would love to do an episode where we do talk about our upbringings around sex. I know we had an introductory episode and that was like about you and me, and yeah. me, but it, I feel like we didn't really dive in a whole lot to that background. I know, but I feel like it's kind of going to keep coming out as we go, right? Very, yeah, good point. I'm just like, as, you're, as we're doing this episode and you're talking about your upbringing, I'm like, my mind's being blown a little bit because yeah. it's so different to mine. My... my I my parents were like hippie parents, really yeah. chill. I had I lost my virginity at 16. I had a lot of sexual partners before I met Oliver, my husband. Um uh, yeah, I was a really promiscuous teenager, and then when I met Oliver, I was like, I had this like moment of wanting to be like Martha Stewart and feeling like really dirty. I even remember writing in my journal, because I've I kept a journal since I was like eight years old. I remember writing yeah, I that my I was like talking to my pussy and I was like, you need to just like close your fucking legs and just like straighten up and blah 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 and that, and I oh man, I've had so much shame around my around my sexuality mm. for so 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 long and so I just find it so unbelievably interesting to hear about other women's like yep. upbringing and their ideas around their sexuality. Yep. And so Probably hearing you talking about your we're mom sitting it. you down oh, yeah. with a book. I mean, my mom, we, we didn't do that. It was like when I got my first period, no, when I forgot my, my first serious boyfriend, my mom looked at me, she's like, do you want birth control? I was like, ah, uh, no, I think I'm okay, mom. And then two weeks later I was like, I think I need birth control mom. Yeah. And then I lost my virginity like a couple weeks later. Wow. But that, that was it. And then, yeah, when I got my first period, I was also sixteen. I got my period late compared to a lot of my friends, and when I told my mom, she was like, "Way to go, woohoo!" And then that was it. She like, I think she handed me a pad or something. Yeah, and that was similar to my... We'll, we'll get in. Uh, this is yeah. a conversation I definitely want to have it a different yeah. um, episode, where like talking about our our first experience. I re- with our, yeah. with our period yeah because that's all. That, oh man, I got so I got many. some stories. Yeah, I yeah. got some really interesting stories. Um. But yeah, I just wanted to put that in there. I just wanted right. uh, my my brain was going off with a little tangent inside, and I had to it's get it out. It. But for me, so it's like because of my upbringing, I felt like I was sinning and horrible just for thinking about sex. Fuck, man, that's right. So, ugh. Like I was, I felt like a slut because I thought about sex. So it's fucked. And again, like we have, we there's another episode that we're gonna do at some yeah. point, which is like first. First self, first self exploration or like first. Yes! Oh, like I remember sex, mine right? vividly. I do too. And there was so much shame around oh, girl. it. Oh, oh uh, girl. Oh, yeah. girl. All of the things that I randomly found in my house to get me off. Yeah. It's gonna be, <laughs> no, it's going to be a really interesting fucking conversation. <laughs> Stay tuned for that, ladies. Yes! And then um, I want to know what everyone else was in the den. Exactly. Tell me, yeah. Please. Yeah. We'll get. We'll. Yes. We'll, po- we'll post that shit when we get there. I feel like this is probably going to be the next episode that we do after <laughs> after we're done all all of our body shame. Um. Man, we're still on discharge, and uh, oh no, fragrance. We got into fragrance. We got fragrance. So yeah, pussy smell. Mm. Also, again, much like discharge, like what's going on smell wise is a good indication of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's like ovulation. I find I smell. I have, like, an alluring smell yeah. when I'm ovulating. the skin glows. Yep. My tits are somehow, like, a little bit perkier. Even, I don't know. Or they just appear yeah. perkier. Like, yeah. everything is just like, woo, come get me. Mm-hmm. Um, But smell differently changes. And then postpartum, postpartum pussy smell literally smells like something died. Yep. Like, like, like actually smells like something died it just smells like your insides like i'm like it's, it's, <laughs> it smells like your inside. like, like is it yeah outside. honestly that's exactly i i oh god yeah mm. i remember when i had henry and sitting in the hospital room on the toilet and smelling that first postpartum smell and i was like Jesus Christ! It's, it is a strong... It is a <sighs> strong smell. I remember breathing through my mouth. I didn't want to mean, breathe we, through my nose. But I mean, thankfully, it it subsides really quickly. Yeah. But it's, if it's pungent. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, or if it gets more pungent, go see somebody immediately. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Cause usually like it would mean that there's something like in there mm, getting infected. Yeah, That's yeah, 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 Not yeah. not good. good. No bueno. Good point, Yeah. No bueno. <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> um so if you're like sitting at home and you just had a baby and you're starting to smell really fucking weird, uh, and it's not subsiding, go yeah. see somebody. Go see somebody, go see somebody, go see somebody. Yes. Actually better yet, have somebody come see you. Whoa. Yeah. Um I'm like, y'all should not be leaving your bed when you're mm. freshly postpartum. Um but yeah, smell. Smell. I know I know we all feel shameful and awkward about it at some point. point hundred percent at some point um pubes let's talk about pubes let's talk about fucking pubes. i just trimmed my pubes the other day honestly nice. beard trimmer is are the like, best are the best are the best why didn't i know about this because when i was a teenager it's like it's like <laughs> you could just shape it up get real cute and like honestly you don't shred your skin to no. shit and no. you don't end up with ingrown hairs yeah. It's not best. itchy, like after like three days Did you get did you try this because of Lacey? No, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> I've been doing this for a few years now nice. and it is like changed my pussy hair game. It is like That's nice. It's I love it. Look, it's, it's tight. So, it's so perfect. And then if you want to like really make it look tight, you just like use your razor and like get the sides, you know, that's a bit on your like your legs, your inner thigh. You mean like halfway down my thigh? be <laughs> <laughs> real about this. You just like, you know, do, clean it up a little bit and then you're like, bam! Look how nice. beautiful she is. She can also be beautiful if she's a full brush. <gasps> no, yes, yes. Just saying. But I totally 100%. know what 100%. Yes. Totally know what you mean. Um, yeah. But what about like... I mean pubes in general, yes. I mean mm. I've totally been there, uh, where you're like, if yeah. people see them. Isn't that such a stupid thought though? I, I stopped caring that we all after have. I became a mom. I remember the first time we went to the beach and I, I had a full bush and I was just like, fuck this man. Yeah. Like yeah. I do Our not t- yeah. care. And then, yeah, there's hair sticking out, but I was just like, whatever, we all have pills, for fuck's sakes. If you don't want to look at it, then don't fucking look at me, you yeah. motherfucker. A <laughs> little bit of aggression. Yeah, okay, a <laughs> little bit of aggression. Gotta calm down a little bit. Yeah, no, so I, like, I, so again, like, going back to, because, and the reason we keep kind of, like, flashing back to, like, growing up, because everything mm. that we're exposed to, conversations, mm. and, like... The people's shame around us mm-hmm. gets imprinted on us, and then we yeah. get to carry it. Neither heal it or pass that shit on to our kids. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not having kids, then the people around you. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> your, your, your your siblings' kids. Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck them up, please. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I I remember my mom always talking about her pubic hair and being really f- not always talking about it. At least she's a very private woman, but. She, the conversation would be like, let's go to the beach. And she'd be like, I can't, I haven't shaved. Or mom, why are you not going swimming? Because I didn't clean anything up. Hmm. right so there's like always this conversation of like I can't because I did not mm. clean things up or I didn't shave my legs or I didn't whatever mm. and I was like oh nobody can oh no one can, oh no one can see mm, yeah. no one can see it. Yeah. so that I carried with me for a long time and I am if you've seen my Instagram um I don't I don't trim much anymore I don't shave my armpits anymore um, I haven't shaved my legs since I was pregnant with Alexis. So it's mm. been almost four year- No, almost five years now, which is pretty crazy. Um, because I'm somebody that is super prone to ingrown hairs. And I also get like five o'clock shadow. Like mm. I will shave my armpits or my pussy. And within like by the end of the day, it's stubbly. Mm. So what the fuck is the point? Yeah, what? That's what just is- tiring. What is the point? Also, where I am super heavy with discharge, if I do shave... It's worse. It's 100% worse. Oh my god, it just feels weird. I'm like, yeah. I can feel my labia fucking yeah. shifting together with all yeah, of this with all, it's all yo. And I don't oh like my, it. I hate that thing. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm so happy you just said that out loud. Because it's one of those things that no one says, but we all experience. <laughs> I know, especially if you're ovulating. Oh my god. Right? Yes, it's such a horrible fucking you're feeling. Like, uh, Ugh it around <laughs> yeah. and if I had a dick in there, ah! great. And you just going to run great. to the bathroom and, and like just clean yourself up immediately. Yeah. yeah. Or you're like wishing for your hair to yep. Grow, yep. grow back immediately. Yup. Yep. 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 So, yeah. Yup. Yeah. So. Love that you said that. <laughs> I'm going to tell Ollie about this when I go home. Well, he's going oh, yeah, to it eventually. He's gonna <laughs> listen to it eventually. He's to listen to it. But yeah, it's like, it's, I just don't like the feeling for the most part. Every once in a while though, mm. um, I'll take out the beard trimmer. I'll clean things up a Mm -hmm. bit. Uh, But if I go too short, I immediately have that experience. I'm like, no, never again. (laughs) No. Because I just, I don't, I don't like it. Like, I love what my pubic hair does for me. Like, I love its job. And this, and this is the thing. Like, you're, whether you choose to remove your hair or not, it's totally up to you. Personal preference, you do you. Um pubic hair actually has a purpose. Like it helps. You, sorry, but do you feel like pubic hair is getting to, is having a comeback right now? Cause oh, I feel like it is. 100%. I feel like all body hair is making, I maybe mean, armpit hair for women. I don't know if that is making a comeback. Cause I think that's just like, I think that's always been a shameful thing. <laughs> and it's still like, we're, we're, we're just like getting to it now. Mm. We're, we're, you know, we're anyway, but um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like pubic hair for women is, is is making a comeback. I mean, we all know in the 70s, all porn's big old, giant bush. <laughs> do we all know that? Because I didn't know that. Oh, what? No. What? Christian, conservative. Oh, yeah, person. but you've definitely watched 70s porn since then, haven't you? No. <laughs> I feel like apparently I need to do some Googling tonight. All right. Okay, so 70s porn, all women have beautiful, big bushes. But in, yeah. in the porn era that i grew up in right so this is what i'm saying no so what yeah we were growing fucking up and brazilian all the fucking time so when i started having sex it was brazilian all day every day horrible 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 yep. and then when i got married i was just like do i still gotta keep up with this shit <laughs> like i'm married now like he's got to see this or what you know he's gonna know yeah. and so i just stopped and then i think it was maybe like a couple years after us being married, I just grew out all of my hair, all of my body hair, my leg hair, Swam, my armpit man. hair, everything. Because I wanted to get, I was just curious. This, okay, yes, mm-hmm. yes, this is what I, this is very similar to like what I did where I, so because I was having all the ingrown hairs and all the problems and all the issues, I had this moment where I, I was pretty deep into myself, a journey at that point, where I literally just stopped and went, if I hate this mm. and I'm not doing it for me, Why the fuck am I doing this? And can I be comfortable and love myself if I have hair? Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when I first started and let it grow, I was Mm -hmm. really uncomfortable. I was really uncomfortable. I was like, and I had all these beliefs. Like I can't wear a business dress and go to a business meeting if I have hair on my armpits. Mm -hmm. Right? I have -hmm. to to get something that has long sleeves so Mm -hmm. my hair doesn't show. Mm -hmm. I can't talk in front of a stage of people with hairy armpits. I can't there were so many rules right it was like a secret you kept to yourself it was like you know you go home you look at it be like oh yeah like but then you go out in public like no one can see yet i'm not ready to bear this like i'm still getting used to it yeah Yeah. and i went and i like found boy short like swimsuits because i was like oh i need to hide what i got there because it's weird if i open my legs and there's like pubes halfway down my thighs yeah anybody else have like the never-ending, like, ring of pubes that just expands with each year. I remember you saying that. Was my, like tree it's rings. It's like my tree rings, sweet. yeah. I love it. <laughs> my pubes, they that. just keep, they just keep expanding. Um, which is great. It's sweet. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna have, like, pube shorts by the end of this. Pube, <laughs> I'm like 50 pube shorts? What would I want? There's Lindsay in her pube shorts. <laughs> short you go, floor. girl. <laughs> Pussy power. Yes. <laughs> um, also ass hair oh man the hair, yes, around hair around the asshole right so much shame Yeah, I feel like Cer- Cersei from Game of Thrones shame <laughs> shame walking down the street with my ass hair shame <laughs> I just love that sense walking down the street with my ass hair <laughs> holy shit but it's funny because I think this is like one of those things when talks about where I was like I'm the only one with hair like right? around their butthole right am I the only one with hair in understand. their butt cheeks I didn't cheeks. know until Oliver told me one night after we had sex and he was just know? like he was like so did you know you have hair on your butthole I was like hold <laughs> on a fucking minute <laughs> what did, did you, you just say when we're like wait yeah no, I was like give me a fucking <laughs> like, beer I was like Jesus Christ <laughs> Now I don't fucking care, but back then, (laughs) like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I thought you were the only one with the hairy fucking asshole. So hairy, though. I love you, baby. If you're listening right now. Not just him. I'm just saying, like, my experience with men, which is limited. Most men. Okay, yes. Furiously hairy. Yes. What? Why do men have hairy butts? I don't. Like, why the, is that a thing? Also, the also, but in movies, why do men not have the hairy butts in movies? Men in movies have no hair because, as much as I like to be like, women are the only ones that are subjected to
1: this yeah. bullshit. No, so men are, are men. Are, so are men. Like,
0: hundred percent. Not to the same degree. Yeah, but definitely, definitely. Um. Anyway, we scrolled off on that one. Hairy buttholes. (laughs) Still pubes though. And I'm like, I, I remember it's funny. Like I didn't have anyone in my life that I could talk to about removing hair. My mom was like, if you remove hair, you're a slut going to the devil, whatever. Even your leg hair? Um, no, we were like, we were like expected, not expected. That's not the right word. Um, we never had the conversation about it. I wasn't allowed to shave for a really long time, which bothered me. I was like, it's my body. Just let me fucking do it. Everyone at school is doing it. I feel awkward. Mm. Um, and that's where, like, the shame really comes in. It's like, the girls in the locker room are talking about yeah. shaving and all of this stuff. And, like, yeah. some of them are shaving in the showers after gym and all of this shit. And, and um, I felt really uncomfortable because I'd been hairy for a while. And I was like, why won't you just let me yeah. shave, right? Mm. Uh, finally, she did. And then it's, like, after that it's kind of like we were expected to keep Mm -hmm. our like bikini line clean Mm -hmm. like nobody could see once you decided to remove your hair nobody was allowed to see your hair Mm -hmm. um even now when i go to the beach and have like bikini bottoms on Mm -hmm. i have that moment where it's like i'll go and i'll like lean back and then i'll look down and i'm like oh, maybe mm. I shouldn't. Yeah, Maybe I shouldn't. And then I'm like, where is this thought coming from? Fuck that. Yeah. It's just hair. It's just hair. Right? But it's. I think it's because I'm <sighs> in the minority right now. Mm. Like, it's not... It's true. It's... I have only once ever seen another woman, like, in a swimsuit with pubic hair. Yeah. It's very rare right? that you see that. In my... Like... In my physical presence. Yeah. yeah sure, yeah. I can, like, Google lots of people with pubic hair. It's mm-hmm. great. On Instagram, sure, awesome. But, like, in my physical presence, like, at the beach, when I show up, I'm like, I am probably one out of a hundred people mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Or two hundred people here that actually has, like, mm-hmm. pubic hair. And I got thick, dark, coarse hair. I'm like, there is no missing that. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, not that I think people are, like, actively looking no. for it. I'm totally the person that's actively looking yeah. for things because I'm, like... Club. yeah <laughs> but but most people aren't walking around staring at your proch right no no so <clears throat> exactly. Do whether what yeah seriously like whether you let it grow free keep it trim and tight or like remove it completely it doesn't matter it's just hair guys but really why are we feeling shame about it we yeah. really don't need to be feeling shameful mm-hmm for this thing. And again, it was one of those things where it's like, I started to look into like what it was doing for me. Yeah. And I was like, what does it do for me? Like, why do I have it? If my body has this clearly, I'm supposed to have it for a reason. Yeah. And then just kind of like trying to educate myself and find gratitude for what it's doing for me. And also just the freedom of not having to deal with it. Exactly. (gasps) The thing for me, when I started growing out my hair, when I did it for the first time, I remember it was in 2000 and like, I think it was 2014. It was the summer. And I was going through like really like women's empowerment. Like I was just fucking headstrong into it. It was wonderful. And I decided one day I realized I was in the shower and I was about to shave my armpits. So I'm just like, why the fuck do I do this? And I started thinking about all those horrible, you know, Gillette commercials from women oh. where the standard of beauty is being hairless. And I'm like, why do I, I'm being oppressed this way. Like, I'm being shamed to think that my body hair is disgusting and it's mm. not beautiful. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Because first of all, patriarchy, fuck you. <laughs> and then the second part was, this is a part of my body. I need to get to know this part of my body. I've yeah. never seen it. I've yeah. never seen my body in its full glory. Its full natural glory. Yeah. And I just let it grow out, and I actually enjoyed it. And yeah. I was like, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And I remember like, m- me and Oliver went on a vacation to Cape Breton, and I had super hairy legs, and I put them up on the dashboard, and I was looking at them in the sun, and it just looked beautiful. And that I was, was like sparkly. feeling Yeah, they were spirally. I was feeling them. They were so soft. And I was like, man... Why did I ever think yeah. that this was disgusting? Mm. Like, just stop and think about what you're being fed by society. Just stop yeah. and think about all the different messages that you receive every day, subconsciously, like, without, without even knowing. Looking at the billboards, looking at the commercials, mm. and just think how all of those things are shaping you as a woman, or as yeah. just as a man, whoever's listening to this, how they're shaping as you. As a because, person. As a person, because they are shaping you, yeah. and you need to start asking some questions. And it's just, like, at the end of the day... Any choice that you're making and anything that you're doing, it's an opportunity to stop and say, well, why am I doing this and who am I doing this for? Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, and I'm sure some of you will respond with like, well, I'm doing it for my partner or whatever. And like, okay, great. If that, if doing it for your partner brings you joy. Yeah. Continue. If not, maybe it's time that there's a conversation that's had within yourself. Yeah um because at the end of the day it's your body it is your body it is your body body. it is your temple it is like you get one body (laughs) you your pleasure and joy matters first yes put yourself fucking first yeah especially us as moms (sighs) whoa so important yeah um labia oh labia Lady. How much have yours changed? No. Oh, so different. Right? So, so different now. <gasps> oh, yeah. But, like, super cool. Yeah. Vaginas are crazy. Like, I'm still, like, this whole pussy-gazing thing is still new to me. And I I, I don't do it as much as you do. I've only done it, like, a... How do you know how much I a do fut- it? Well, I, I better you talk <laughs> about it more than I do. And, like, it's brought up. So, yeah. But when I do, when I have done it... Lately, postpartum, um, I'm just like, wow. Because I remember looking at my vagina when before I had kids. Like, when I was, you know, 18, I remember looking at it. And, you know, that was the first time I got curious about what it actually looked like. And so now when I look at it, I think about those moments. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So much has changed. So much has changed. And it's hard to get past the idea that what it looked like before was more beautiful than how it looks now. Well, this is, okay, this is, this is my key to that or what's like been really great for me is I think of like the the process of um, going from maiden to mother, mm. especially for those of us. And I mean, like your vagina is going to change um, whether you had a C-section or a vaginal birth. It's mm-hmm. going to look different. It's going to be different. It's going to feel different. Uh, and that's a misconception. A lot of people are like, oh, I had a C-section. Nothing is, like my vagina is great. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. Not that it's not great. Mm-hmm. either way mm-hmm. um but it does still change mm-hmm. there is still changes your pelvic floor shifts and changes you have carried a human your everything is moved mm-hmm. um but what i do is i think of it as like a blossoming mm-hmm. right so i yeah. blossomed from mm-hmm. maiden into mother and it's like for me they it's so beautiful like it's so mm-hmm. fucking beautiful mm-hmm. uh but even if we're not talking about this from the motherhood perspective, like, there's so many different varieties of labia out there. Yeah. Some are asymmetrical. Some are longer than the others. Mm-hmm. Some are, like, deep and dark, rich colors. Some are more pink. So, mm-hmm. Like, there's so much variety. But, again, we're so pigeonholed in what we see. Yeah. If you're somebody that takes in, like, all of the porn stuff that's out there, it's all the same. Like, there's one vagina. One vagina. There's one vagina. There's a whole bunch of women, but there's one vagina. A bunch of different colored vaginas, but there's one... Not even a bunch. I wouldn't even say a bunch. That's... Well, I don't know what porn you're looking at, but, I mean, over here, I'm watching 70s porn. Go on. I actually haven't watched porn in, in... a while. I know. That's another Again, Again, we're going to get yeah. into that another time. But anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's... Love your labia. Love your labia. And there's so much... There is... We are following an Instagram that is posting these beautiful... Yes! yes. What is that? I was just thinking we about that. We need to say this right now because it is a really cool Instagram. And basically, it's this person who is, like, making these pictures and putting, like, faces I on different it. kinds of vaginas. We're probably not going to be able to find it. Really... <sighs> quickly because yeah. instagram never gives you what you're trying to look for no um, that's some algorithm right Thank away you. but if we can't if we can't find it in the next two seconds what we can do for you is we'll pop it in the show notes but again so much like we had with our city conversation, is like subject yeah. yourself to a whole bunch of different vaginas especially yeah. if you're like yeah. super comfortable with yours Look at a whole bunch of different vaginas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not vaginas and porn, because it's not gonna be a whole no, bunch of it's different not, vaginas. It's not realistic, honey. No. It's not. Um and really be mindful about the words that you use when describing yourself. hmm Right? Cause I've heard so many people like refer to like beef curtains. Meat curtains. Right? Meat curtains. Right. Or, or with my roast sleeve. beef, My roast beef. Right? <laughs> My roast beef curtains and like no and like fish taco right like just be mindful of what words you're using and how well exactly they it's like you. that that experiment of having like um, two different apples and yeah, saying yeah, negative yeah. things to one apple and positive things to the other apple it actually affects them so yeah. if you're saying negative things about your pussy it's gonna negatively affect your fucking pussy yep so please it's say also, nice things it's also just gonna negatively affect the the relationship that you have yes, with your pussy and exactly. the relationship that you have with your body you're gonna f- yeah one hundred percent so yeah and like. So for me, um, being interested and invested in like the changes, cause my, my labia have definitely changed. Mm-hmm. Um, the color has completely changed in the last pregnancy for sure. Uh, I think it's hormone related. This is the interesting thing. I don't think mine has. I don't think. Anyway. Anyway. Really cool. Hmm. Really cool stuff. And it's, and I this is, uh, again, we're, we're going to do like a whole, um, going to have a guest guest episode with pussy gazing uh at some point and it's it's such it's such but it's such an amazing tool to cultivate that connection Mm -hmm. right and to also step into that position of being interested and curious Mm -hmm. versus oh well i should have this and this is not what i have or having that expectation Mm -hmm. of what your pussy should look like and Mm -hmm. then being let down when it's not Mm -hmm. okay let's throw out the expectation and be like oh well what do i have Mm -hmm. okay cool Mm-hmm. What, what happens when I touch it what happens if I get interested in it what happens like how does it change does it change based on where I'm in my cycle does it change um throughout my pregnancy does like all of these things right um mm-hmm. uh, does it change as I transition into um a crone mm-hmm. right yeah so yeah love your labia love your labia love your labia don't be ladies. ashamed don't be ashamed of your labia no nope. uh, and if you are know that that's okay yeah. uh lots of women are mm-hmm. Queefity queef, 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 um, <laughs> we got to talk about the lady farts. we got to talk about the lady <gasps> I farts. I will never forget, one of, the, one of my uh, uh, boyfriends, before I met my husband, we were having sex, and uh, in the position that I was in, doesn't matter what position I was in. I, he, okay, <laughs> I was like, girl, I'm not letting you get out of this without telling me. He was performing oral on me, and I was sitting on top. Oh nice! And I've don't never know, done I, this. Really? Oh my like god! Because I feel like it would be, I would have to be too concentrated. Yes and no. It, so you have to do it a little bit. So yeah, you have to kind of do it a, a few times to get comfortable at being in that position and have something that you can kind of lean on. Because if oh, you're just wait, like yeah, 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 if yeah. you're just like this, I know, like that's uh, a workout. <laughs> so if you a, lean on something, okay, then yeah, so putting that in the notebook so he's lying down down i'm on top and he's going to town and then all of a sudden i think i like moved (gasps) and then i queefed right in his fucking face (laughs) and he like he stopped looked at me he's just like did you just queef in my face (laughs) and i lost it i like collapsed off the bed laughing and he was roaring and I'll never forget that. Never. Oh I mean, god. I was embarrassed as fuck, oh, no but kidding. at the same time, I was just like, oh my god. Oh my god. <gasps> Motherfucking pussy fart. Strike again. Yes! But, the, okay, but, 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 okay, when you go into motherhood, oh, the queefing game escalates dramatically, yeah. especially if you have had a vaginal delivery or two. So I, what's fun? I have a really funny queefing story. Yes. So I have a really fucking funny queefing story yes. that I have to share because it was, like, when it happened, I totally put up, like, a PSA on my Facebook page at the I time. I think I remember you Because I was, that. like, oh, my dear God. So I am a yoga teacher, big into yoga, love <laughs> yoga, yoga's amazing, is life. i already. Yoga is life. So I, this was after Alexis, when I started doing yoga again which was like six weeks. I actually have two really funny stories that kind of tie into each other. I was about six weeks postpartum, I started doing yoga again and I quickly realized that there is a significant increase in the amount of space that was in my vagina. And so that meant that air would more frequently enter that space and therefore have to escape at some point. So if you if you have ever had a vaginal delivery and then tried a three-legged downward dog like within six to twelve weeks after having a baby, you probably know where this is going. So I signed up for a good friend of mine's yoga class. I went um, right away. I had like a queefing experience, but it was it was mostly women. Okay, but it was a really tiny space, and I was like, I I knew some of them, and so I was like, don't worry, I wasn't farting. Um, which was funny. So I was like, "Ha ha ha, no big deal." As time went on, I things eventually kind of they continue to shift and they change and stuff. I don't want to say I don't want to say goes back together because that's yeah. not accurate. No. Um, but the space diminishes. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. So I was like getting all confident and excited and like doing lots of yoga and I was like not queefing anymore and I was like this is fantastic. And then I started going to this local studio regularly, regularly. And I have this, well, A, there's not very many male yoga teachers in the city. Um, And this studio in particular only had, I think, one at the time. I had never in my life been to a male-led yoga class before. Ever. Ever. So I was, like, feeling a little bit weird going into this. But I was like, I'm going to do it. Because I've heard so many good things about this guy's class. And so it was my first time meeting this person and i was like yeah cool like i'm a yoga teacher too really excited for your class i go i roll up my mat <laughs> roll up my mat in this really big studio that like can fit 40 people i'm on one side and only one other person shows up and she rolls out her mat and she's on the opposite side of the room and i'm like cool this is gonna be great a little bit weird because there's only two of us so i'm like what if he touches me because this these are the things that go in your head oh, when yeah. you're like yeah Uh, new teacher I don't know how they teach I don't know if they touch Um, and so I'm like doing my practice doing my thing I'm killing it I'm loving the way he's teaching I'm like oh my god this is so good this feels so good and it was like a power flow class so I am just like fucking living my best I'm in the moment and we're in three legged downward dog and he's like okay now lift your leg higher and me forgetting why I don't lift my leg higher anymore was like yeah I'm gonna do it and I lifted my leg and immediately felt that like vortex vacuum in my pussy, where it's like, and was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Because I know what's gonna happen. I know what's gonna happen. The minute that I step my leg forward, it's all coming out. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, what do I, like, there's, a, I can't, there's no way around this. There's no fucking way around this. It has to come out. And so, sure enough, I like step forward and it's like, And then you know how when you have those queefs where it's, like, you continue to move and there's, like, baby queefs after it? Yes! Oh my god! So I'm, like, I start, I'm, like, chuckling under my breath, trying not to just fucking fall over laughing. Because this shit echoed. This shit echoed in, like, the barely full room. Like, there was nobody. There was nobody except for one other person. So obviously, (laughs) you know it came from me. (laughs) And it's a male teacher, so I don't want to be like, don't worry, it's my pussy. It's not going to smell. So I... <laughs> it gets better, though. Oh, my God. So I have this, like, I, and I, don't, I don't get embarrassed frequently, but I was, like, dying. Because in my head, I'm like, do I just scream, like, it's, it's not a fart, don't worry. Or do I just, like, shut up and be like, it's okay, let them think it's a fart. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I am so conflicted. Anyway, after class, finish the class, finish the class, the entire time I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, just get me the fuck out of here. Just get me the fuck out of here. This is so fucking weird. Jeff is 15 fucking minutes late to pick me up. 15, so I'm now sitting alone in the studio with this poor yoga teacher and I'm like dying. I'm just fucking dying. I'm fucking dying dying <laughs> and he's like so yeah you teach yoga i'm like yeah yeah i do yeah he's like do you need a ride or anything and i'm like no no he'll be here Fuck, he'll be here please be here oh jesus just so i'm like it was oh my god it was so oh man i would have just left i would have fucking left I it been was like jeff meet of, me somewhere like else the, it was like the dead of winter and it's oh, cold. Man. And it, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man, though. It was, an, it was an experience. So, pussy fart shame. It is a real, it is a real monster. monster. It, is, it is a thing. <laughs> now? Oh, my God. No. Now I think <sighs> it's just fucking hilarious. Oh, and it's fine. God. But it's it happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah. It happens. And I think the most important thing is that we just need to remember that it happens. And it's okay to fucking laugh about it. Oh, my it's, God. I would have been so much better if I had said something and been like, Girl, well. That's what happens when you have a baby, right? Like, it would, I would have felt so much... Like, yeah. this situation would have been diffused. Yeah, exactly. Right? Rather than just, like, holding on to that awkwardness. And then I don't, at the end of class, when I'm waiting for 15 minutes, don't I be like, oh, by the way, when yeah. you heard that really loud, echoing fart noise, that I... Don't worry, I didn't fart. That was my vagina. Like, I do, you don't... You don't wanna have that conversation. No. But it's like if you can just no. laugh about it and diffuse it and just realize that it's like it's another one of those fucking funny things that oh happens. My God. So fucking funny. Right? Great. So Whatever. Funny. And it happens to literally all of us. All of us. All of us, all of us, all of us, all of us, all of us. And it's like, yeah, sure, there are things that you can do to help diminish the amount of pussy fires that you are yeah. having. Um yoni eggs and kegels and like Mm -hmm. just working with your pelvic floor and strengthening your pelvic floor and working at like bringing that space together yeah I remember I was on I was in one of the groups that I'm in and uh, um, someone had posted that they were really embarrassed about queefing like they did it for the first time in front of their husband and their husband made them feel like really awful about it and all these women so shitty so fucking shitty and all these women were like what they're like man pussy farts on the whole and i was like there you was gotta there. let that shit go baby yeah. just let it go well it's like they feel like unicorn moments especially like when they stop happening as frequently yeah so what's interesting is like my i'm not queeping nearly as much this time around as i did with alexis mm. but i think it's because of my prolapse so it's like even mm. though there's a lot of space there's less space at the opening because my bladder hangs a little lower yeah. than once yet mm-hmm. so it doesn't happen as frequently and it almost makes me sad because it's like, i uh, it's so funny. It, 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 it honestly is. Every time it happens with me and Ollie, we just like die laughing, especially yeah. if it's a good one. If it's a tiny one, we're do- we don't even... Oh, oh I, yeah. so I was being reckless and I was, I say reckless because I have a prolapse, and I was like, can I still do a handstand? And so I was doing handstands in the hallway. I think it was like maybe a month or two ago and I was like, I can still do it, but it's like, so inversions... Uh, inversions are one of those moments where like, if I, anytime I've ever done a shoulder stand, I queef like a fucking champion, <laughs> queef like a fucking champion. And so <laughs> s- similarly, it will happen with like some handstands and headstands now that I'm postpartum. Mm-hmm. It didn't with inver- all inversions before it was just like my shoulder stand. But mm-hmm. anyway, I did it and then I came down from it and I started walking into the hallway and it was like... <laughs> and then like 20 minutes later there was like a pfft. it was so funny and Jeff was dying he was like crying laughing and this is what I love like it's so important to have a partner who can like be in that space of humor yeah. with you absolutely right? oh my god it just makes it so much better and I'm like I love that I'm at a point in my life where I can just laugh about my cleaves <laughs> and I'm like yo that happened I've got like a fucking musical flute in my puss musical flute like, <laughs> right (laughs) so yeah it's just air it's just air and (sighs) it's totally fine and it totally happens to all of us so good um i want to know yours Mm. is there anything that we didn't cover is there anything that we missed um let's continue the conversation as always in the den if you're not already in the den hit up the show notes description and hit the link and get your Buns in there. Get your sweet little pussy in there. Yes, better, ladies. Much better. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, don't 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 feel shame. No. And if you do, know that it's normal. And come talk to us. And we are also proof that you can like start to ease the shame equation. Mm-hmm. The more that you talk about it, the more that you sit with it, the more that you look at it, the, the, the more you more laugh that you at touch it. it. Yeah, girl. And for cleaning, the more that you laugh like a hyena at it. Yes. So yeah. <laughs>